Further political developments from 1917 to 1918. In terms of new decrees, the, Bol- the Bolsheviks often compromised uh, their core principles to maintain support. For example, the land decree gave peasants the right to take over estates of the gentry without compensation. Um, and so they're effectively uh, perpetuating private property and their their willingness to give the peasants power, despite peasants not being a part of Bolshevik uh, theory, not part of the future, is a way that they compromise their principles to maintain support. The Workers' Control Decree, um, it, it, um, factory committees were given the right to control the finance and production in the workplaces. So, and this also went beyond what many Bolsheviks wanted. And the rights of the people of Russia decree granted self-determination for national minorities in theory. Um, but the problem was that the Bolsheviks didn't actually have control of these areas in the first place. So this was really just a facade for a kind of egalitarian um, ideology. Uh, other, important decree- other important changes, um, in October 1917, there was an eight-hour workday, social insurance was um, established, opposition press was banned, there was the decree on peace and the decree on land. Um, in November 1917, um, laws surrounding minorities were established, giving minorities greater rights. Um, there was factory control for workers, the abolition of the justice system, tiles and class in line with the traditional Marxist theory, and women were declared equal in terms of property. And in December 1917, the Cheka was established, banks and the church were nationalised, and there was uh, the democratisation of the army. So the army became um, less hierarchical in its structure, although it was still very hierarchical. Uh, and in January 1918, there was also the creation, or the formalisation, really, of the Red Army and the government. In terms of che- uh, in terms of terror, as I just said, the Czech was established in December 1917, um, and it was called the All-Russian Extraordinary Commission for Combating Counter-Revolution Sabotage, in its full name. They are essentially the secret police, and their aim was to break up counter-revolution and sabotage. And they were famously led by Felix Dzinski, uh, who was basically the supreme authority. He had ultimate power over them. And it actually started very, very small. So it it was really this specialised organisation for counter-revolution and sabotage. Um, and in 1918, there are officially 6,300 executions, which is a lot, but it's not in comparison to what came later. The Constituent Assembly was also a major development. The elections were held in November 1917 and Lenin supported it initially because it, it would weaken the provisional government by providing a sense of democracy and representation. However, in these elections, the social revolutionaries became the largest party and there was little support for Bolsheviks outside Petrograd and the army. And so in order to maintain power and... Uh, compromising these kind of principles, Lenin condemned the assembly as he did not get a majority. He only had 24%. Um, But in reality, Lenin didn't really care for democracy. He cared about a party which could seize power, this sense of uh, being a professional revolutionary. 
um, and he wasn't really concerned for the amount of support that he actually had, so long as he could maintain his power and bring about this idealistic revolution. So in January 1918, on the first day of the uh, session, it was dissolved, the Constituent Assembly was dissolved at gunpoint by Red Guards. This, according to Lenin, was the complete liquidation of the idea of democracy by the idea of dictatorship. And it represents the Bolsheviks' precarious grip on power as well, that they need to dissolve this democratic institution. The reactions were quite subverted from the public, though. And although deputies tried to keep meeting, um, it was simply too dangerous to do so. But there was no real um, great public outcry over, what, over the dissolution of the Constituent Assembly. In terms of political parties in this, in, from 1917 to 1918, in March 1918, the left SRs resigned from the government in protest over the Treaty of Brest-Litovsk. And in March 1918, um, the Bolsheviks were renamed the Communist Party. And in May 1918, um, Lenin expelled all other parties from the Central Executive Committee. Many SRs and Mensheviks were also arrested, and in September 1918, the left SRs were ultimately outlawed. So from this point, the Bolsheviks really had the sole power uh, over the government, um, over the institutions of Russia, and they could establish this idea of a dictatorship without with little resistance.